Hey guys, this is Andy Little from the EM Over Easy podcast. What you're about to hear is episode 26, No Dress Rehearsal, where Tanner and I had the opportunity to sit down with Kevin Clower. We hope you guys will enjoy this episode and follow us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. photos you have on there too look none of good. that none of that stuff was ever proven <laughs> so hello everybody we're here with the over easy joined with tanner uh, myself andy little and we are joined with uh i guess the guy with more on his resume than probably the next 10 smartest people I know combined, uh, Kevin Clower is here with us. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, and you're overly kind, but I've just had some great opportunities yeah. to serve and yeah. and excited to do that over yeah. the course of my career. Yeah. But thanks for having me today. Yeah. Wanted to say congratulations on your ASAP board seat that, that, that you're now on the board. Congrats. Thank you. I am so honored to serve, and I've been, you know, looking toward the opportunity to serve for many years. Yeah. I'm glad that the uh, that the council gave me that opportunity yeah. this awesome. year. Yeah. No, I, I was I was telling they wanted me to do a little leading about your resume, and so I, I googled you. You know, which, oh, which, which that's is, awkward. Which, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, you Google somebody. I, you know, I'd like to say that before this, I googled you too, but that would not be honest. <laughs> I did not Google you. Well, well so I Google myself, and there's there's two links about Andy Little, and I Google Kevin Clower, and you're probably one of the first people I've met that fills up a couple of pages on Google. With all the different stuff, um, and it's from all the different sites. The photos you. you have on there too look. None of good. that, none of that stuff was ever proven. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good to know. So, um, you know, we've we've been doing these interviews with people, and we really wanted to sit down and not. We'll talk a little bit about uh, some emergency medicine stuff later, but really wanted to talk about Kevin Clower because I think one thing that um, you've been so involved with ASAP and involved in your in, in your professional life that. You know, a lot of people know you as the risk management guy and the guy that, that started, you know, CEME and, and was a speaker for ASAP, but they, but they maybe not know Kevin Clower behind the scenes. And so, um, I know Tanner has a couple of questions he wanted to lead off with to kind of get that conversation started. So, so I, I've had the pleasure of seeing you give a couple talks yeah. uh, over the last few years. And the one thing I've always taken away is how the heck do you have so much energy? Like how, how much coffee you drink? What are you what are you doing to give you that much energy all the time? It's well, nonstop. Well, you you are kind to say that, and I think um, what gives me some energy, and and particularly when I'm speaking to a group of people, is I don't want to waste their time. I want to bring some value, and I love doing it. Yeah. And some people ask, well, how do you have the time to do some of the things that you're doing? Well, I don't look at any of the things I'm doing today as work. Yeah. If we love what we do. It inspires us to do more, and it inspires us to do it with energy and excitement, and that's yeah. the way I feel about it, being able to do things for the benefit of our patients, the benefit of our specialty, and serving my colleagues. That's what this is about. It fires me up. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and kind of that same vein is that when, when did you kind of discover that? Because um, I think you know we're, we're both young in our career, and a lot of our listeners are younger in their career, and they're looking for that fire that ignites them to to give them this long career in emergency medicine to where they don't get burned out. You know, we talk about that a lot, burnout and retention rates. And where did you, what day did you wake up and say, I'm going to be Kevin Clower today and I'm going to do this? Well, that's a tough question. I, and, and just in my defense, I did not have questions in advance and not prepare for this. But, <laughs> but I will tell you one thing, and I thought about this recently too because I came across an old photo. Um, I was a paramedic before going to medical school, and I was a frustrated paramedic because I knew that I wanted to go to medical school if, if that door was going to open for me. And not being able to do as much as I wanted to do was a real aggravation, and it further motivated yeah, me. So yeah. when I was a medical student, 
and I was in Des Moines, Iowa. I also ran a volunteer paramedic service. I yeah. was the assistant medical director for that. It was called CPA, County Paramedic Assist. I came across this picture, and this was... I think it was a life-changing um, event for me. So despite the fact that I had experience as a paramedic before, I'd never done a nas nasal tracheal intubation. Yeah. This picture has Mercy Medical Center's helicopter landing in the background, a truck that's flipped over, um, a gentleman laying um, on the street, yeah. his head between my knees so I can stabilize his head for inline stabilization. Yeah. And that was my first nasal tracheal intubation. Mm -hmm. He had a glass cup of about five. Yeah. And I'm like, I can, and I'm, you know, I didn't think of this all at the same time, but I'm in Des Moines in medical school yeah. trying to do more with myself and having the opportunity, if you push yourself, yeah. if you challenge yourself, you can do more for people at the right time than so many others ever get the opportunity yeah. to. And that inspired me. And it's probably not just that one instance, but yeah. we all have those, those events in our lives yeah. that we can focus on and say, this is why I do what I do. This is why I spend the time to learn and I spend the time to train and I don't get as much sleep. For all of us, we all have those feelings. It's those yeah. cases. Hang yeah. on to those and remember what inspires you to do all the work that you do. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, yeah. It, it's funny how you have those moments that just end up being that pivotal point where you now realize this is why I'm doing what I'm doing yeah. and this is you know I'll tell you too it just reminded myself when when I was listening to you and I was reflecting back on that case too I think part of the reason I got that first nasal tracheal intubation was there was some tension between county paramedic assist and the two flight programs in town they were really good but usually when they landed they took over care. Yeah. So I'm like, if I don't get this nasotracheal <laughs> intubation when those when the rotors stop turning, I'm gonna lose my opportunity. Yeah. So, so first attempt, boys. Out of boys. There it is. There, there it is. First pass there success rate. Right. There you go. That's right. In that case, in the N of one, it was 100. percent <laughs> I love N of ones. So they, they they like run my life. There right you now, go. Right? N of ones. It worked once. Um, so then the next thing is, um, where do you find the? You know, we talk. Tanner talks about energy. You know, you the the incident that got you started. How do you keep doing it? I guess that's the, you talked about passion and love, but there's gotta be, there's gotta be something that, you know, after this long, like your last month, you were at ASAP, you're doing this, you're going, you know, you're going to your son's soccer game like you talked about. What's the, after a week of this, you, you look in the mirror and you're like, is this still what I should be doing? What, what's the? You know, that's a good question because as you go through your career and I still look at myself as, I really think I just finished a charity hospital a couple weeks ago. And when yeah. I realized, no, that was 96 and it's been 20 years. Yeah different things motivate you. I mean, I was so excited to be there, so yeah. excited to be learning, so excited to serve my fellow residents. Yeah. I was chief resident there, but the motivation was slightly different and our roles change. And I think as I gain more experience doing different things, and you mentioned, you know, risk management before, you start to learn more things. You know, I got more education that direction, find that my contributions are different. Sure. So when I wake up in the morning, it's like, how can I, how am I going to contribute today? And I honestly, frequently do ask myself that question, how am I going to make a difference today yeah. for my colleagues and for the specialty? Not how am I going to learn more so I can be a better resident? That was 20 years ago, yeah, and I yeah, want to be the best resident I can possibly be. Yeah. How can I be of service? Yeah. And I mentioned it yesterday to the residents that I'm so excited about where emergency medicine is headed right now. Some people can look at it as a horrible time because there's so much change. Yeah. I look at it as a great time for opportunity, but we cannot let current people who are working in emergency medicine in isolation yeah. define what the future of emergency medicine is going to look like yeah. because our residents and our young physicians need to define it. We can help them build it, yeah. but it's going to be theirs. Yeah. How can we exclude them? Not saying that anyone is, but we need to be mindful of it. Yeah. That is a new form of motivation for me to make sure, well, 
can I possibly open up some doors or create some avenues where you feel that maybe, well, I'm not there in my career. I'm still trying to be the best resident. Sure. But wait, wait, there's a higher calling for you right now. Be yeah. that best resident. But if you engage yourself right now in forward thinking about what this can look like for you and future generations, you will make an impact that is inconceivable right now. And I think we need to bring in our young physicians and residents and even medical students who are committed to emergency medicine yeah. now. Like never before, I've seen medical students who know yeah. I am going to be an emergency physician yeah. if I'm fortunate enough to land a position yeah. in an EM residency. Yeah. 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 So I guess going off of that, what are some top tips you would give young physicians, residents, to go towards that calling or help get us that direction? You know, I don't know that I'm worthy of giving you tips, but I will, uh, since you asked me. Yeah, we did ask you, so. Yeah, so I'll, so I'll try and do it, Sorry, so you did, so um, I'll qualify it. So the first thing is find what your passions are, your niches, and pursue them to the best of your ability. Yeah. Sure. The other thing is, and this is more the way that I kind of um, found my, my greater interest, yeah. is I didn't say no for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I don't say no a lot now, quite honestly, but there are certain things I don't do anymore. I don't teach ATLS and BLS. I'm not an instructor, trainer, figure other people can do those yeah. things. But I used to do them a lot. But I wanted to expose myself to many different things. Yeah. Yeah. And that gave me a broad base of understanding um, that if I wanted to pursue something one direction more, I could. If I wanted to understand something in your world or, or in someone else's world, I'd at least have a sense of the flavor of what's happening. Yeah. It cre it's... It, you know, it's enriching, but it also requires some time and energy. Yeah. But when a door opens, hey, do you want to be on this committee? Um, first committee I served on, my residency director, um, Kathleen Hubble, was wonderful. She said, I want to put you on the transfusion committee at Charity Hospital. I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> well, perfect, but that's great. I was the only resident on a committee at that time, I believe, yeah. at least the only one that I knew of. Yeah. That was an opportunity. I learned not about transfusions. Yeah, I did, but it was about leadership and yeah. committee structure and about how you can make a difference, even in places you didn't expect to find yourself. Yeah. And yeah. so that's the, the small words of advice that, again, probably not worthy of anyone hearing, but since you asked, you got them. Uh, I mean, I've definitely heard that before. And I think one of, uh, one of my good friends once told me, is like, you know, the best thing you can do is get involved in a committee that you have know nothing about, but it's gonna get you that interaction with other people and other locations of the hospital that you may never talk to Ever if you didn't do that committee yeah. and all of a sudden now you have you know somebody who knows somebody and that continues to build your network and yeah. grow your brand and yeah. Yeah. no I think and you know do you guys like movies love, yeah. movies. love movies goodwill hunting <laughs> you know I and I'm not kidding I asked myself this question it's not I don't do it on the outside so you wouldn't know I'm having a conversation yeah. with myself because that would be awkward <laughs> but in driving in the car or something you know it reminds me of that scene from goodwill hunting early early in the movie where um, where Will meets Sean. Yeah. Not the part where it's not your fault. I mean, that's, I don't want to start crying. So Classic. I'm not going to talk. But, but before that, what do you want to do? Yeah. He pushes him with that question. Yeah. And as my life has changed, and recently over the last couple of years, frequently, probably once a week, what is it you want to do? What are you ultimately, we're always evolving. We should be evolving and enjoying this wonderful experience of life until the day where we take our last breath. So I've been starting to ask myself that question frequently over the last couple of years. Yeah. What is it you want to do? What is it you want to become? It doesn't have to change. It can yeah. be validating that this is what I want to do or can, yeah. is there something still out there? Yeah. And I think you've got to ask yourself because I think what happens is we all get so busy yeah. sure. that it kind of defines our lives for us. The opportunities and circumstances kind of define the opportunities where sometimes you just have to put the brakes on and say, well, yeah. wait a minute, I want to make a choice. 
Yes, a door opens up and it's the right one to walk yeah. through, but sometimes I want to create a door because I really want to go a different direction or I want to further go in this direction. I want to be deliberate about that. Yeah. I think all of us need to take that reality check once in a while and say, what do I want to do? Yeah. And not that it's going to be self-serving, yeah. but you have to contribute in the way that you want to and make sure that what's happening in your life is aligned with your goals. Yeah. And if you find that you're way off when you ask yourself that question, or worse, you can't answer that freaking question. Yeah. You need to take a couple minutes. You need to take a shift off, yeah. and you need to sit under a tree or whatever it is and <laughs> yeah. think it through and, yeah. and know that, as my dad has always told me, there is no dress rehearsal. You look back and you're not happy with the opportunities you've had, not happy with your career, not happy yeah. with your life, you're gonna have to live with it. So ask yourself and make sure that you're doing what you want to do. There's no dress rehearsal, I love that's that. That's like, freaking awesome. That's probably the, the line of... <laughs> that's great. Yeah, all right, I, well. I got nothing. So, so now we're at the point where we ask some fun questions. So these, well, are, these, were, are, well, these were fun. No, they, they, they were, they, but the way we're trying to close out our, our podcast, we're interviewing some uh, special guests yeah. is, we want, we're doing kind of the same questions for everybody. And so um, being EM over easy, we enjoy breakfast food. And I know it's a little late for breakfast right now. Actually, this, is, this is more brunch over easy than, yeah. or coffee over easy. Cause just, but yeah. do you have a favorite breakfast food or place that you like to go That to? stands out. A, a place that when you think of, like you get the Pavlonian dog, you know, salivation. Well, or... not, I don't know, not that much. But okay. I tell you, my wife would have comments about this too because she gets frustrated. <laughs> because, you know, I went to kind of a lower carb diet several years ago oh, sure. and I just wanted to start eating healthier and I was eating yeah. a bunch of junk. If I was working on something and I needed brain food, I would go through a large family sized bag of Cabbage Patch Kids. I mean, you know, sour kids. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. A family bag of Doritos, not in one sitting, but in two nights, they're gone. Yeah. I just ate anything I wanted to yeah. and, and if I, let me just eat healthier. Yeah. And I have to give you the background on yeah. this. So I did. I went to basically Adkins, but then I've added sure. a little bit back in, yeah. but I've been very careful. I didn't think I really needed to, yeah. but then I, I ended up dropping like 20 pounds. My cholesterol dropped 30 yeah. points. I yeah, think it's nice. been a healthier lifestyle, yeah. but it's disadvantaged me now because now my family and my kids look at my old pictures and I don't think I was overweight. I mean, you guys yeah. know me a little bit. I don't think yeah. I was, yeah. but they refer to those pictures as as fat Kevin <laughs> or, or puffy dad. <laughs> so I'm different. Puffy dad. Wow. So to that end, I'm not a huge breakfast guy. That's I mean, fair. if That's I'm fair. if we are somewhere special, Eggs and bacon, but I tell you what, and a patty sausage. Waffle House does it right. <laughs> they do. But on the average day, you know what it was, know what it is, and I'm almost embarrassed to say it. I've tried other things, and it's never sure. the same. Yeah. It's Starbucks. If I'm going to do something in the morning, yeah. it's a venti, non-fat, white chocolate, light chocolate mocha, no whip, no foam. Do you want to know why no foam? Why? Takes the, up more space. It takes up more space. If you do the math on this, <laughs> yep. I've done the math, kind of, in yeah. my head. Yeah, sure. They fill it up without the foam. Imagine how much they're saving when they put that worthless foam in there. Make the request, everyone, and you will you'll save a lifetime of Starbucks if you don't get the foam. So I do that, and quite honestly, with the with the the dairy in there, sure. yeah. I'm pretty full. And then I'll have a little snack in the uh, uh, around lunchtime if I want to. Dinner's the meal for me, boys. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'd say steak and potatoes. But it's not potatoes. Just the steak. They're too starchy. It's the steak. <laughs> it's just meat, That's awesome. meat, and more meat. There nice. you go. Nice. There you go. Nice. So then the next one is is that, you know, superheroes are something that you know Oof. that all of us we all love. I know. <laughs> um, you know, my favorite superhero is Thor. I forget what what's yours, Tanner. Uh, I went with Wolverine. That's right. You went with Wolverine. Yeah. Um, you're kind of the, that goes with your beard and yeah, you know your your huge jack and physique. Um, <laughs> if there was a superhero that you either enjoyed growing up. 
or that you enjoy now or you know emulate your who's life your favorite superhero? who's your favorite superhero yeah you know what the funny you guys mentioned a couple great ones but um so my youngest son sam and i have a connection with wolverine absolutely okay. yeah pretty sweet but there has been kind of a running joke when um about three years ago I, I, I made an upgrade. My wife finally convinced me after seven and a half years of prodding me to get my hair cut. I had longer hair. I wasn't going to go there. I was going to ask. You, you, you know what? I might as well yeah. just throw it out yeah. there. So I had that. And, um, and so it would come out when the super. I don't know why this ever comes up, but the superhero question would come out. The, the, the magic hammer thing yeah. with Thor would yeah. come out to poke fun at me. So yeah. when it comes down to it, and I liked him as a kid. Sure. I had the comic books and the whole works. And, and I do believe if I was presented with the opportunity to pick up that hammer today, it would leap into my grasp. <laughs> you would just open the fingers. And I'm, cl I'm clinging to that. Oh, yeah. yes. 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 I like it. I like it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we, we really appreciate yeah, it. We do. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Great to sit with yeah. both of you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs>